stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the door. Stay, 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 stay clear of the door. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA. Welcome aboard the Morning Monorail. This is Justin Monorail, and it is a beautiful monorail morning. That's how I've been starting all of our daily shows. I don't know if you guys know that or not. but Mm-mm, Didn't know. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming back. I hope you enjoyed our first week of five-day-a-week programming. Week two, starting it off with a bang with our news program. But before we get into that, let's introduce everybody that sit around this virtual table. We shall begin with the lady to my left. Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail is here. I'm here. Welcome, Samantha Monorail. Thanks. How you doing? Uh, fine. Fine. I've been doing homework. Yeah. All I do now, work, homework, work out. Work, 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 work. And no alcohol. What a bummer. <laughs> but you're doing great. Mm. Everyone's very proud of you. Ah, uh, thanks. No, they're not. You're flexing on everybody. Like, for real. <sighs> I am flexing a yeah. lot. Because I got muscles. Yep. And now we'll move on to a man who's going to be flexing on all of us real soon because he's getting jacked as well. He's lost in thought. Why, why don't I get paid for this? <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, you're lifting weights all the time. Are you getting some huge muscles? No. Well, you got to keep working on it. Be like your mom. Not me I, because I'm I'm more like a sack of potatoes I over here. I have to do this every week. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is- Wow. Complain of much? Thank well, Garrett Monorail's here. The listeners, please help. Asking for help. This is a mm. cry for help. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, you're stuck here. But before we really, like, tear into these headlines, we have to bring in the man that I'm going to know from henceforth as Discount Sugar Baby, Landon the Dawsdone. Landon, welcome back to the podcast. Glad to be joining y'all. Coming from the isolation station of love, and yes... I am a man with a price, and everybody can sell out. Uh, also, by the way, that uh, intro from uh, Garrett Jacked Monorail, that's why I don't work with children or animals. So. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah. I need to talk to my agent. <laughs> yeah. Well, even though Garrett's here under protest, I'm sure that he's going to have some wonderful insights into these headlines that we're about to talk about for for the week of February 8th, Mm -hmm. 2021. Let's get into it, shall we? This is an update because last week I shared a preview of February in the Walt Disney World Resort. And as part of that, I was talking about refurbishments, things going down. I mentioned that the Liberty Square Riverboat and Tom Sawyer Island were down for refurbishment and I didn't know when they were coming back. (laughs) And just a few days later, they refilled the Rivers of America. Oh. The riverboat is back. The riverboat is back, but this time 
It's called Stitch's Great Escape on the Water. <laughs> it's that monorail bump we've been talking about. Not only A, is it back, B, according to Garrett, it's been improved. Yeah, back and better than ever. Tom Sawyer Island is open as well, but in not in a full capacity. I think there are still some things that are being worked on over there. and It could have to do with trying to make sure that people stay safe during covid and, and things like that like maybe and i imagine like like there's a lot of hands-on on yeah that's Sawyer's yeah that's kind of mm-hmm. what i was thinking that maybe maybe the uh, the fort over there might not be open i'm not sure i mean they do have like a tunnel cave so it'd be like the covid cave yeah no kidding very enclosed everybody has to put their hands on the wall or on the ground to get through so uh mm-hmm. it might be a uh, modified tom sawyer island looking at the picture i hadn't actually seen uh the rivers of america area without all the water it's so weird to see the track exposed yeah it was totally drained for a while i, I took huh. some pretty cool pictures like When you were in line for Haunted Mansion, of course, the way they've got it spaced out, they would wrap you down right by the river. And it was, first of all, it's not nearly as deep as you would think. And second of all, seeing that track, that Mm. really, you know, that ruins the magic. Who wants to know know the riverboat was on a track? Illusions, Michael. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. But they did replace the track as part of the refurbishment. And I guess they updated some electrical pieces and uh, some buildings were repainted. So... Yeah. Wow. Well, cool. I don't have the details, though, about Tom Sawyer Island. If you get over there, let me know what's going on. Because I guess... Because Disney doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But still, this is this is cool. It's one it's one step back towards normalcy. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it, like like we were talking about, we don't necessarily know what's happening with Tom Sawyer Island, so it might be a half step, but still, it's like... Like yeah. to see this back open. See, I, I think you have a couple challenges with Tom Sawyer Island in that you have to get on that small raft with other guests who want to go over there, so they can't transport nearly as many people at one time because that was a tight fit. And then the other thing, there's a lot of nooks and crannies in Tom Sawyer Island, and that that fort that you can explore was a, I mean, it was all about like type spaces, and there were like a lot of things to like touch and interact with. Yeah, in there, like the, so. the guns. Yeah, the guns you could yeah play with and stuff. So. I would imagine that's what's not open, but maybe there's some other things, too. No es bueno right now. Yeah. Um, I do have an update of something I didn't mention was closing because I didn't know it. But according to this article on ThemeParkTourist.com, the Mad Tea Party will be closing on February 22nd for a short refurbishment. It will open back up March 5th. So not down for too long. Um and then shortly after that, Swiss Family Treehouse will close March 12th for two weeks. So probably just some general, like no big deal, just some refurbs. But uh, still don't know when the people mover's coming back. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah, I mean, I, too, they've been testing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I've, I've seen the videos of people mover. It's like going around, nobody riding it. But like uh, talking on... Uh, on, uh, I guess, uh, Swiss Family Treehouse and then the, uh, you know... Uh, the Tea Party. Mad Tea Party ride. It's like, is as short as it's going to be down or closed, it's probably just maintenance. But at the yeah. same time, like, again, Mad Tea Party, uh, Mad Tea Party, excuse me, in particular, it's a lot of hands-on with the wheel. Yeah, but it's been open for a while. Yeah. they. I mean, it's been open all through the, the reopening after COVID. They just, they wipe them down whenever they do the typical wipe downs. It's really more on the guests to make sure you're hand sanitizing before and after. Um, 
But you're right. It's high touch. But, you know, I think that about, like, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, and Toy Story Mania. That is Mania. true. Like, yeah. those, those have been up and running the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's a little odd. That That is odd. Mm-hmm. So. I would think that those two would definitely I not thought, be running. I thought they would not open them until it was a little safer, but they've been open the whole time. So all right, like, like uh, give every guest that gets on the ride to be like, all right, uh, two to this row. Here's one. Here's two, uh, like a uh, sanitary one. Yeah. Wipe give you wipes stuff yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. Or make you do like when you get on universal rides, they make you hand sanitize before you get on the ride. Okay. Um, so, but that only lasts for like a moment. If you touch your mouth or anything. <laughs> right. Right. But it's still another uh, extra measures. Yeah, I yeah, get it. I that's get another it. Thing that could help. So, I don't know. It's a little odd. Um, I wanted to mention this because this is this is interesting. Over in the UK at Epcot, the Rose and Crown Dining Room will close for refurbishment beginning February 15th, so the day after Valentine's. <gasps> and it will stay closed through early spring. Ooh. Yeah, so... I don't like that. Indefinite. What are they going to change it to? I mean... It looks like a dining room, so Stitches great dining. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Okay. Chili dogs all around. I mean like like that's that's, that's as as we talked about in our walk around the world showcase, that was like one of my highlights. So mm-hmm. so that's uh I mean clearly I'm not going down anytime sadly, but still. Uh the fact that it's being shut down and it's just early spring when it reopens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vague I don't like vague dates because Exactly, yeah. That's a bad sign. But it, as far as we know, the tavern part, the bar will still be open. Yeah, okay. I mean, they make tons of money yeah. there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From me, yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, Disney just announced back on the 5th that following the Super Bowl this weekend, there will be, for the first time, probably, God, I don't know, in forever for the first time in forever oh lord <laughs> there will be no super bowl parade oh there oh there was one there they do that every year and they're this year they're saying they're not going to do it obviously they're not doing well technically quote unquote they're not doing parades right now this quote would unquote, yeah. you know this would draw a crowd um every year the super bowl mvp rides down main street usa they're worried about drawing a crowd now <laughs> <laughs> well, but this, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, but, but this is like what they're doing with the character cavalcades and stuff. They're not scheduled. They happen just whenever they try to encourage people not to stand near each other. Are you kidding? I mean, I just don't know what they'd be able to, they wouldn't be able to, to stop. But I mean, people. with this, like in years past, like not only does it bring down the Super Bowl MVP, not only does it bring down the fans of that team, it also brings ESPN. It yeah. brings fans that want to go stand in front of or in the background of NFL Live and uh, get up and first take and all those shows. So it's like I, I, yeah. I kind of understand why they're not doing that. Like, yeah. like do we know the uh, fate of the I'm going to <laughs> Disney World commercial, though? Well, because, I mean, that's that's part of pop culture now this is coming from wdwinfo.com according to this article the tradition of having the mvp film a quick i'm going to disney world commercial will take place after this sunday's big game the big game the big game (laughs) yeah you've got to have that i mean i always i always would i'm always hoping after the super bowl that the cameras will catch them recording that you know i want to see it happen i want to see the behind the scenes uh like, does Disney have a person that gets a press pass 
And then their job, as soon as the game is over, is to run over with a camera and be like, say the thing. <laughs> like, I, how does that happen? I don't know. I have no idea. There has to be a handler or something. Or or like when, when the player is like told, by the way, you're the MVP. This is what you have to do. Otherwise, yeah. Mickey will kill you. Yeah, and that's crazy too. So that makes me that's interesting because that makes me think it oh, mu- I'll break your legs. It yeah. must be an agreement that Disney has with the NFL and they must say to every player, well maybe not every like offensive lineman or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not telling the third string long snapper. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Like, like I swear to God if you say you're going to Universal, we're sending you back to the AA AAC or something. Yeah, like that. but but maybe what they do is they say, "Look, there's a chance you could be the MVP. If that happens, here's part of the obligation. You have to do it." I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. If, if you don't do like- it, Mickey will say he's disappointed. He in will. And that's the worst fate. I don't want Mickey telling me he's disappointed in me. <laughs> that will not be the only thing Mickey will be. What else will he be? <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is vengeful. Ha ha. But that, like, seriously, there has to be some sort of language in like the uh, the the players' association agreement or something. Yeah, yeah, has to be, has to be. Because mm-hmm. else, uh, uh, I don't know how else they. Because for an ad like that, you would expect a player to be handsomely compensated. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think Super Bowl MVPs. Um, what do they get? I'm a new f- car. No, that's like uh, that's <laughs> that's the quarterback, right? No, I think that happens with like the the Pro Bowl or something. Yeah, Pro Bowler gets a car, but it's like I, I mean, there has to be some sort of. I know a lot of players have something written into their contract if they're the Super Bowl MVP, they get like a massive free yeah. bonus. But there has to be something like from the league. It's like, hey, not only do you get this fun trophy that will buy you no groceries <laughs> or anything like that, like you also get something else. Do you think? Otherwise, they're gonna be like, "I just won the Super Bowl MVP, and I'm going to Knott's, ba- Knott's Farm, y'all." Yeah, that's very yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. They're not open. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're open for dining, so they could go eat there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going for the buffet at Knott's Farm, y'all. But no, buffets probably aren't open right now. No, bad idea. I'm going to Disney World. Yeah. There we go. Hey, I think I saw a Golden Corral open. That's crazy because oh. I'm not going anywhere near a chocolate fountain. Yeah, I wouldn't Orlando. go near a Golden Corral before the <laughs> pandemic started. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I wonder if they just have people serving in plexiglass, like so people can't sneeze on the food or something. It's the COVID fountain now. Yeah, <laughs> I like chocolate covered mm, COVID. Contagious. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to contagious. <laughs> callback. I love the callbacks. All right. Uh, speaking of chocolate. The M&M store has opened in Disney Springs. Aren't we so excited? No. It's like, going to smell like melted chocolate in there. Yeah, Don't will. care. You know. You say that like it's a bad thing. It yeah. is. Here's the thing. Everybody I, likes M&M's. I have never been impressed by an M&M store. Me neither. I like M&M's a lot, but when I go in there, it's just, it's like always warm and there's like melted chocolate smell in the air and it's just bad atmosphere. I just expect there to be much more unique candy and paraphernalia for you to get from a store like that. Oh, and yeah. if you if you go like go to the M M&M and M store in Times Square, can you get candy bars that say like New York City? Sure, but that, there's just not it's not unique enough. There's there's not much else that you couldn't get elsewhere. Yeah, like it's stuff you can get it, anywhere. You you can make your own bag of M and M's. Yeah, 
you can do that in Disney this anyway. Yeah. Pre-made bag of M and M's for six dollars instead <laughs> of two at your local grocery store. I don't know. Store. It's just that those things don't M and M stores don't really do it for me. But and, and and looking at the dang picture, the one down at Disney Springs, it's two stories, like two floors. Do you really need two floors of M and M's? It's like okay, yeah, they got containers of Mickey and Minnie ears full of M and M's. You know what they taste like? M and M's. I don't Chocolate. like M&M's. I think they taste gross. And oh, wow. I, I didn't know you thought they taste. I know you're not a chocolate person anyway. No. I, I like M&M's a lot. The only right here, good job. The only M&M's I like are the candy corn ones. I don't Ew. think any of the wow. other ones taste good. Yeah, those are gross. That's I like the opposite way it should be. <laughs> I think the chocolate ones are really gross. Uh, the mini ones, the mini M&M's yeah. are okay. But I That's think it's because it has more candy no, shell. No, you're right. I like the mini ones better because you get a better candy to chocolate ratio. I like I. But the chocolate's like that. the whole point. For me, it's the candy. The candy. Y'all sweeter. are sleeping on peanut M and M's because because that's like the true M&Ms. ones. I don't like you know, peanuts. I just with have never, chocolate. I like never, peanuts. Just Sam. Peanuts. I swear to God. <laughs> wow. I've never come around to peanut M and M's. I feel like most. Um, I, w- I think most people agree with you, Landon. I think peanut M and M's are most people's favorite. But I, I like peanut M and M's. I like the um, the the caramel M and M's. I the the like Nutella ones though are disgusting. Yeah, those are those trash. were really gross. Yeah. Haven't tried those, but that really feels like a lot of chocolate. And the it didn't taste like chocolate at all. It just tasted gross. The mm. peanut butter M and M's trash them. I'd rather have a Reese's <laughs> <Trash> cup. <laughs> a Reese's cup is so much better. Or Reese's yeah, I pieces. will agree with you at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're getting peanut M and M's, just get a dadgum Reese's. Come on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. Hot take of the day. And besides, they they have Reese's pieces. Come on, ding dong. <laughs> Reese's pieces. I do. What like- they're called? <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. I call them Reese's pieces. <laughs> Thank you. What Sam? is a PC? <laughs> it is. It's it, what's, what comes in the bag. They're yeah. they're pieces. <laughs> what's in the bag? <laughs> we got some Reese's pieces over here. Reese's pieces. Oh, uh, I miss those. Go get, get, go get you some. <laughs> I can't. He loves them. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh. <sighs> Sorry, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking ET now. That's not allowed on this podcast. I hate oh yeah, ET. sorry, my bad. Hate him. No, I know. Creepy Sam. little guy. He's well, a friend. He is. Wait, is he? He's yeah. a friend. No. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Yeah, creepy crap. All right. Go ahead. Last thing I wanted to mention on this show today is we all talked about previously, previously on the Monday Morning Monorail podcast, we had discussed how magic bands will no longer be offered for free to resort guests and started to speculate about how those things might just be kind of be phasing out because our phones can basically do everything that magic bands can do now well in the interim the question came up well what if you don't what if you're not a person who can use your phone quite as well as other people we've seen this we've seen it firsthand no, I mean, on top of that, it's like, like, what about later in the day if you don't have like a like a fuel rod or or, or a battery pack? Yeah, like what if you're if, using your phone all day, it's gonna die eventually. Your phone could die. What if you just really like magic bands? Well, you can still buy. Yeah, them. that too, Garrett. Thank you very much. You can still buy them. They're still going to be collectibles, at least for the foreseeable future. But they're just not going to be necessary anymore to do what you want to do at Disney. It's got like this certain feeling to it when you tap it to one of those scanner things or when you unlock your resort room with it it's like yeah. magic mm-hmm. Ma- that's why they call them magic bands yeah 
But I agree with you, Garrett. I love a magic band. And I'm not saying that they're something I don't want. I'm just saying that Disney, it appears that they're going to make them less essential. Because if you're staying on resort property, you pretty much had to have one. Like if you wanted to, like it was your park ticket. It was the way for you to charge things to your room. And it eventually became a way for you to open your room and all that sort of thing. Um, But now that you're not getting them for free, Disney had to come up with another thing to offer guests so that they could still do all the things, get into the room, get into the parks, and scan to like use their fast passes whenever those eventually come back. So making a return to the Walt Disney World Resort are the World Pass cards. Keys to the world. So these are interesting because this is how it used to be before the Magic Band. You got a card, like a personalized little credit card looking thing, and that was called your key to the world. You used it to get in the park. You used it to charge things to your room. It was it was your room key and all that stuff. They're coming back. Hmm. Yeah. What if they made a cool um, key that worked like a Magic Band, like an actual key shaped thing? Oh, <laughs> That would be pretty cool. Maybe it would look like a... Uh, what do they call them in, in Kingdom Hearts? The key swords? Key, Keyblade. Keyblade. I was Keyblade, actually thinking yeah. that could be one yeah. that they sell. Um, these key to the world room keys will feature character art. It's going to be the Pie Eye, the new Mickey short looking characters. Uh, Minnie, Mickey, Daisy, Donald, Pluto, and Goofy. And um, they're going to do all the things that the Magic Band can do. So That's not enough variety. You won't need them. You can pick them up, by the way, if you're staying on resort property and you need one because maybe, as I said, you can't use your phone to do all the things or you just don't want to. You can just go to the front desk and uh, and pick it up. Okay. Let me let me do a little bit of uh, uh, dissecting this. Okay? Dissect it. All right. So back in the day, whenever I didn't know anything about Disney, yeah. um, I would not have understood what a magic band was. Mm-hmm. And... If I had a card that did everything, I probably wouldn't care. Um, however, if Disney had given me a band and was like, this is your access to everything, um, I would be like, oh my gosh, how cool is that? You know, not really thinking anything of it. Of it. Then whenever I got to the parks and I saw in the shops that there were character ones, I would be inclined to want to purchase one so I didn't have just a plain color one. But if I'm just given a card and I don't really understand what the bands are, I'm not going to care about them in the stores. Um, That's just where my mind is. I think it's going to hurt sales of getting, like, the cool ones when people don't understand what a magic band does. Yeah, I I, I get what you're saying, Sam, because it's like, I mean, uh, you got got the holy five plus one when it comes to Disney or whatever. Um, And I mean, looking looking at the pictures, they look cool. But at the same time, like if you keep it in your wallet and you have to keep pulling it out every time you go to a ride, it's like like I feel like there's a lot more opportunities for you to miss your pocket when you go to put your wallet back in um, as opposed to just having it on your wrist, bingo, bango, you're now going into your fast pass uh, line or whatever. And it's like, there's, there's no option. Like Sam says uh, to buy, you know, like if you're a, if you're a fan of the seven dwarves or whatever to buy a seven dwarves, uh, you know, key to the world card or something like that. Like right now it's just the sensational six. So I mean, could they expand that in the pa- in the future? Sure, probably. But at the same time, it's like, 
Like I'm, I'm very pro Magic Band, so this is this is not something I'm I'm I'm, I'm on board with. I mean, I get like like there's there's no stopping Disney. They're changing it, so I guess you know just deal with it. But at the same time, like, ugh. it's what? just it also sorry Justin. Go ahead. It also just makes me feel like. It's another step of Disney being cheap right now. It's a cutback. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. thing is, um, like, all these things, all these cutbacks, I get it. Like, there's a pandemic, you know. Uh, but, like, it just kind of, I don't know. It, it seems to me like it's reflecting poorly on the business Makes at the moment. feel less magical. Yeah, because a magic band it is on your wrist and it does feel important and like I said if I if I were going to Disney and not familiar with Disney I wouldn't know that you could use a wristband if they're just giving me a free card yeah you know and you would so, see people doing it though I would see it but I also probably wouldn't care yeah you know I'd be like whatever I wouldn't realize that there's this option to have them because I'm telling you, I didn't even know what a freaking yeah. fast pass was. Yeah. So for people who are completely clueless, they're missing out on this whole little thing, this extra magic thing that they could have gotten for free or would have gotten for free. If Disney wasn't doing all this, all of a sudden we're just going to cut corners wherever we can. So I'm sorry. I'm just not thrilled. That's okay. No, I, I, I get that. And it's like, I, I, I will say in in defense of the key to the kingdom or whatever they're called, it's like, I feel like you wouldn't necessarily need an explanation like to magic bands as opposed to a card. Because like, I know a lot of people, depending on what card they have through their banking or whatever credit card service they're signed up for, wherever you go, some places they have the thing where it's like, you don't have to slide, you don't have to insert your chip, you can just hover it over a certain part where it's like, bing, okay, we're picking it up, we're putting it on your card. And I think more people might be more apt to that but at the same time it's like i still think there is going to be an explanation of these cards like there was an explanation for the magic bands but again if you're still getting an explanation for how a card or a band works give me the dadgum band because it's like i mean like hell we we live in a day and an age where people wear smart watches like a ton of people and and they have apple pay where again they have the same option uh if you go to some stores it's like just hover your apple watch just right over that little circle or whatever and bingo bango you're you're, you're paid for yeah. so like i i don't know if uh if a magic band is that far science at this point science <laughs> great scott i will say this Here's how you stick it to Disney if you're a resort guest. Make sure you go to the front desk and get your key to the world card. Because Absolutely. Get everything you have coming to you. Come on. Yeah. You're already paying the premium. And at the very least, it's kind of a free souvenir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to use it and you want to be like, if you are a tech savvy person and you can use your phone for everything, just go get the card anyway. Now, I do have a question. If you get the card, can you still hook it up with your magic band? I assume yeah, you can, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because at any point during your stay, you could go buy a magic band and connect it to your My to your, Disney that's experience. My Disney app, okay, yeah. And all that okay. stuff, and it would be fine. So, yeah, yeah. so stick it to... Wait, no, I'm, I'm not going to say that on a Disney podcast. They would just, I love you, I love you, Walt Disney. I said it. Go go get your card, <laughs> get what's coming to you, and then use your phone if you want to, or you know, buy a magic band or whatever you want to do. I was going to say this. You're talking about personalization, the way you can personalize a magic band is kind of a unique, fun experience. Getting the limited edition ones, getting the ones with the characters you love. 
Here's an option. If you all you have is a key to the world pass, personalized lanyards. Guess who does that already? Oh, oh snap. Yeah, that's that's a universal. <laughs> I, 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 I totally have a, have, a, have a Simpsons lanyard. Okay. Crap. I have SpongeBob. I have Spider-Man and Miles Morales. I have Jaws. No. Oh, they have a Miles Morales one? It's, it's one that has Spider-Man on one side, and then on the other side, it's Miles Morales. Oh, my God. Yeah, cool. I need to get that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we have our personalized lanyards holding our universal APs. I'm looking at them right now. Um, I, I feel like that's going to be something you might see popping up. More, oh my god, that's totally gonna happen. The more people it. are using I already it. miss you, Magic Bands. <laughs> I mean, what's gonna make <sighs> Disney is losing uniqueness and magic. Unique New York. And Unique New York. It's this turd head that they have in the CEO position. <laughs> what Bobby Chaps? Bobby Chaps. <laughs> I just don't even know. I think He's probably a great businessman for the Dollar Tree, but it's just not working out at Disney. Come on, guys. It's just not working. You also have to like like I I feel like some of his decisions are definitely like 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 dunkable, but at the same time, I also feel like he inherited the the boat right before like a big old dadgum tsunami of, <laughs> yeah. of Corona yeah. just came and it's knocked true. this sob over. It's true. Yeah, but still, some things were probably already in motion too. Yeah. Yeah, you that's know. absolutely true. But just remember, there's a great big Josh tomorrow coming. <laughs> I'll accept that. Shining song. at the end of every day. Oh no, now never in mind. I there's don't want it anymore. There's a great big beautiful. Don't Josh sing tomorrow. it. It's awful. Ugh. By the way, that was my number one song on our uh, on our uh, Sherman Brother episode. Sam, what did you think? Um, didn't listen. <laughs> Thanks. We appreciate <laughs> the not that download. Song is, that song is great, and everyone knows it. Thank yeah. you. Yes, Ugh. Garrett for the win. Go follow him on Twitter, Skelligami. I don't know nice. if I would have gotten along with the Sherman brothers. Oh, sure you would have. They were great guys. <laughs> no, I'm sure I would have. I'm just kidding. Everybody back then was just smoking cigarettes, and, and half of them were on cocaine, so it was fun. <laughs> they were on Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's, yeah. That, that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are you talking about, Samantha? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well... We shall wrap up today's show on this discussion of illicit substances. <laughs> um, I do want to. I want to thank those people who reached out this week and gave us some real positive feedback on the new format of the show. Thank you specifically to Donna. Aww. You've been very supportive. Thank you. She's awesome. Thank Go you ahead. for all the kind mm-hmm. words. Thank you, Theme Park Rob. Thank you, Adam from the Mouse and More. Of course, Dillo's Diz, Jen and Frank have been super supportive. Lewis, Disney Pick a Day, and Val at Val Pal Mickey. Dr. Val. Dr. Val. She has her PhD. Respect it. Steffers. <laughs> yep. Put some respect on that name, Justin. I appreciate Hakuna it. Matandis. Hakuna Matande. Yes. Matande. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy that's going to pay me 5K a week to do literally nothing. By the way, these are the terms of me being your sugar baby. I'm going to sit my fat backside on my couch wearing PJs, drinking scotch, and playing video games, and that's it. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good deal for you. I'll send you my Venmo after we get off the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Bob and Christina. Do, do people too. still do PayPal? No. Yeah, Bob and Christina. Not really. PayPal sucks. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, but, and also, um, we had some people chime in as well on their top five Sherman Brothers songs that Lewis certainly yeah. shared his. He actually shared his list 
before we he listened to our episode and his number two matched my number two and Landon's number two. Ooh. There we go. Something well, about if we're talking about matchings. I mean, how about my boy Theme Park Rob, aka the smartest listener there is? Not only did we have three of five, he also says that the M three four D is his favorite segment. So I mean, yeah. my boy Rob. <laughs> I yeah. got all that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Garrett, he all doesn't like you either. It makes sense because I'm not on it either. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just de- I, I guess I can appreciate the self-deprecation, but I mean, also, that's kind of my gimmick, dude. Back off. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people say that you and McKenna are the highlights of the show, so mm-hmm. I'm just telling you that they, you probably have more fans than M34D does. Guys, knock it off. You're making it harder to leave the show. You can't leave the show. <laughs> you can never leave the show. We'll be canceled if you leave. Garrett, blink twice if you need help. Yeah. <laughs> He's blinking too many times. <laughs> it's an audio format He's nobody having... can see, so in your face. <laughs> He's having a seizure over there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks to all of you for all the kind words. We um, are looking forward to the new era of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is just week two. A lot of good things in the future. Keep interacting. And by the way, we're at Morning Monorail pretty much everywhere now. I've changed everything. Um, the only place that hasn't changed is the email, still morning Monday Morning Monorail at gmail.com. But even the website, morningmonorail.com. You can do, do we get that. a lot of emails? Yeah. Oh. We get emails. I was going to say, just change it. We got emails. Our voicemail hasn't changed, but everything How else. How much of those emails are spam? Only a few. <laughs> okay. It's your spam. Russian bride. <laughs> yeah. Comfort Brimpong. Yeah. That's where she emails you. Yeah. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. This is going to wrap it up for today's show. Join us tomorrow. I'll be bringing you some travel tips for the Walt Disney World Resort. One one major travel tip. Looking forward to the week. The major travel tip is don't go. <laughs> Looking forward to the rest of the week on Wednesday. M34D is going to do a deep dive on illuminations. So I predict that Justin Monorail will probably shed tears during that episode. Who's he? I don't know. Some sappy guy who can't stop crying. On Thursday, all the time. Donna requested that we share our recommendations for where to get a good burger in Walt Disney World, so we're going to do that. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. And on Friday, we're going to give you our favorite romantic experiences. Get leading, leading up to Sunday, which is, of course, Valentine's Day, our favorite romantic experiences around Walt Disney World. We're going to talk all about that. So mm-hmm. hang tight. It's going to be a fun week. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, thanks for listening. Make sure you give us five-star reviews. Skelligummy everywhere. L-A-N-D-O-Z on Twitter. Make sure you're doing all the following. McKenna's not on social media. Neither am I. <laughs> but uh, No, I am. I just don't care if you follow me. She'll, she'll be sharing all her fitness tips. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the summer so I can start like putting content on my YouTube channel again. Yeah, and people are lots of people are clamoring for that content, Garrett. I'll be there for that, buddy. It's weird that my subscriber count keeps going up, even though I've stopped posting. <laughs> it's it's just the anticipation. Monorail, buddy. Yeah, and it's the anticipation. They can't wait for what's to come. They know they want to say they were there before you blew up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks once more for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great Monday. Bye bye.
ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. You can find us on the socials at Morning Monorail. The website is morningmonorail.com and the email is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail 407-917-2144. Thank you so much for being part of the Monorail family. We'll see you next time.